everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. Did you disappear on me for a second? A little. Or is there just a little bit of lag? No, I just forgot that what we were doing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Good. Well, what we're doing is driving down the highway. Uh But it is the last time this week that we will begin or end driving down the highway. Yes. Because this episode ends with dialogue. Uh Uh-huh. Inside a Waffle House. It surely does. It surely does. Yeah, so... It ends with Lucy saying, did anybody make a plan? And Mimi going, what do you mean? And Lucy saying, like, how many? Tomorrow we find out what what many. People are in the car. Who knows? Uh-huh. That could be important. I, it could be. I don't think anybody made a plan even as far as that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's true. They literally didn't know that Lucy was coming. So <laughs> Yeah. Or Kit. <laughs> or Kit. I have the first notice that they cross into Alabama. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be in part of your cavalcade tomorrow. (laughs) So they cross in Alabama while the cult is still playing because Ben has turned it back to the cult because he can't handle more than 30 seconds of bye, bye, bye. Sure. Then they cross in Alabama. Then it cuts and it's nighttime and the cult is still playing and Ben is tired. So I think that probably what happened was they crossed into Alabama, which I can't find as being more than four hours from anywhere in Georgia. Okay. Uh, um, so they crossed into Alabama and then wait, drove for a... Wait, wait, yeah. They left at 7 a.m. Right. And now they're somewhere in Alabama. And even the furthest part of Georgia to the closest part of Alabama is only four hours. I, I found like four and a half hours. I wrote going from Georgia to Alabama. It said four and a half hours. So it's like noon when when the when the battle happens. I think what has to happen is that then they drive for a long time in Alabama before it becomes nighttime. It must. That has to happen. It's a they wild... must be almost out of Alabama at this point, because I'm pretty sure Alabama and Georgia are about, I mean, at least looking at them on a map, they look like they're about the same width. Yeah, I I don't, couple of things. I think it's wild to establish that you're going into a new state and then cut time. Yes. Like, I think it's wild to be like, then they went to Alabama, then some more stuff, then some more time passed. Like, yeah, th- that's wild. But also, um, I have... They stop because Ben's tired, and they've apparently been listening to the cult all day long. Yes. <laughs> but also, how... Okay. If Georgia is four and a half hours wide... Let's even... Leave... Let's say six. Let's say that, that if they started from the beaches on Georgia, which I don't think they are. I think it's all sort of roots and stuff. But, like, let's say they start within view of the ocean and drive to the Alabama state line. Let's give them six hours. Okay. So if they leave at 7 that put, and drive straight through, that puts them at 1 o'clock. Right. And then it's it's summer. So it doesn't start getting dark until like 9.30 p.m. Right. So they must be almost done with Alabama. They've got to be almost done with Alabama. Or they're hopelessly lost, a la the Muppet movie. Yeah. One <laughs> or the other, because they will have been driving for over 14 hours. Yeah, something like that. So no wonder Ben is tired. Right. He's lost in, like, the bowels of Alabama. (laughs) 
with Alabama. No, with only this, yeah, Alabama. With only this one, well, I guess two songs to listen to: The Cult and Bye Bye Bye. What's funny is that they're listening to the radio. Yeah, which means that they're they and they're so and they're also traveling across a state, which means that. It's even wilder than listening to a song on repeat on, like, your CD or whatever. Ben has somehow found a station that either lasts across the entirety of Alabama or he has found two stations that are playing the heck out of this cult song. <laughs> yeah. That, that I guess, was their big hit from this time, but, like, what? I guess so. I guess so. Man, this movie's weird. My first note was something about how Ben is the only, like, Lucy offers, Lucy's like, let's, or somebody says, let's, let, if you're tired, let somebody else drive. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no one drives the cruiser but me. And I'm like, ooh, big man, nobody gets to drive your car but you. Yeah. But in the wake of this weird Alabama is forever, (laughs) that feels like a really minor thing for me to harp on. Yeah, yeah. Then Ben, then they ask where, what's, you know, we're not driving any further. And Ben's like, nah, there's a field over there and we have tents and sleeping bags. First of all, does he know this field? Has, how does he know there's this field over there? Does he, has he come to this particular place in Alabama before? So my thinking is that as they were driving down the highway, they're driving past a forever long field. And he's like, oh, hey, here's a spot I can pull over and park the car just like right off the road. Right. And we'll just go over into that field we just drove past. That we've driven past six times today. Yeah. Where we <laughs> will, presumably will be far enough back in that field that we're not going to be able to see the car that is just on the shoulder of right. the highway. Right. So let's hope no one steals my convertible. <laughs> I feel like if you know how to hotwire a car, it would be really easy to do that. A Buick, a 1973 Buick Skylark. I learned how to hotwire on this car. A platinum press. <laughs> <laughs> the son, the, the grandson of Brian Denton is a car thief. Uh huh. So I said, "Kit's not sleeping in a field." She saw a Hilton back there. Yes. I'd like to talk to you about the Hilton brand very briefly. Okay. Talk uh, to so me about the Hilton brand very briefly. It's it's literally th- three lines plus one more line. Oh, uh, so that's it was, four lines, James. Well, but it's a se- they're separated by a space, so I guess that's five lines. Oh, okay. So Hilton was originally founded by Conrad Hilton in 1919, and as of December 31st, 2018, there are 586 Hilton hotels and resorts properties with 215,623 rooms in 85 countries and territories across six continents, which okay. either means that they refuse to go to Australia or they haven't con- conquered Antarctica yet. I'm get I I have a theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think penguins need hotels. <laughs> okay, fair. That's but, my theory. But what if they do? Then I guess my theory is just blown up. Yep. It does blown my, my theory sucks. Straight up. Um <laughs> I have uh and then I also went on to the Hilton website and there are as of of course twenty you know, July, January twenty twenty, there are hundred and twenty Hilton hotels in Alabama. So, okay. presuming they're still in Alabama, which is a big presumption because they didn't... Um, it's not. They are almost certainly still in Alabama as of Friday. Okay. Uh, so, there are 120 Hilton hotels, one of which me, uh, Kit saw they passed just a, a bit back there. Okay. Keep, keep that number in mind uh, for the next stat that I give you. 
Oh, okay. After what was we, the number? One twenty. One twenty. Okay. Do you feel like where are we gonna sleep is maybe something they should have discussed at some point? Maybe well, ben, not before leaving, but at some point ever. Ben clearly had a plan. Sure. I feel like the girls should have maybe asked what the plan was prior to Ben pulling over in a field and saying, I have a tent. So I think that probably what happened was that he told Mimi what the plan was. We'll just, oh, we'll just camp out. We don't need to pay for hotels or whatever. That's probably true. And then Mimi didn't tell them because she didn't think to. But Mimi was like, yeah, that's fine. Sleeping out under the stars, that'll be great. I wish, it, no, thinking that, I wish that I had paid attention to Mimi's reaction to Ben right. being like, we're going to camp. Right. I was paying so much attention to Kit because she commands attention because she's yeah. like, um, fuck that noise. I don't <laughs> sleep in fields. Right. Right. And honestly, rightly so. If I was on a road trip with somebody and they were like, oh, by the way, we're sleeping in a field, I would be like, turn this car around. Right. <laughs> right. This was something you should have told me before we left Georgia. You had six hours to tell me this before we hit Alabama. Even if I didn't see a Hilton back there, we're turning around and finding a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're in a Waffle House. They go to a Waffle House. Hey, Aaron. Yes. Can I tell you a little bit about Waffle House? Tell me a little bit about Waffle House. It was founded in Avondale Estates, Georgia in 1954 by Joe Rogers Sr. and Tom Forkner and... Uh, Rogers' concept was to combine the speed of fast food with table service with around-the-clock availability. Fast food with table service with around-the-clock availability. And I feel like he met his goal. Yeah, absolutely. Georgia, the place where it was founded, has 439 Waffle House locations. My God, that's a lot of Waffle Houses. Alabama Uh-oh. has 140. 54 locations, which is, if you'll remember our number from before, 34 more locations than there are Hiltons. <laughs> that tracks, though. Let me tell you what. You cannot drive through a town south of the Mason-Dixon, well, south south of northern, south of Richmond, Virginia, and not see a Waffle House. There was a, an Onion headline that was something about, like, uh, intense, maybe it, was, maybe it was from our dumb century, it was like, intense battle occurs at at IHOP Waffle House line instead of Mason-Dixon line. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of true, though. I yeah. haven't had Waffle House since college. Yeah, same. And now I really want Waffle House. I used to always get the pecan waffle. Okay. And uh, hash browns, I believe it was covered. It was whatever with cheese means. I think, I think that's covered. That might have been smothered. Or was smothered onions. Covered might be remember. onions. Okay. I got hash browns with cheese right. and a pecan waffle every time. My brother-in-law, the one time I ate at Waffle House with him, got the steak. And oh, we still okay. talk about that because he is the type of guy that will eat a steak literally anywhere, including okay. Waffle House. Although I I did see the T-bone was in was a, a keyword in the Wikipedia, part of the Wikipedia article that I didn't read. So it may be that Waffle House is... I don't want to say known for their steak because their name is Waffle House and why wouldn't they be called Steakhouse? Right. But uh, apparently the the T-bone is is not unfamous at okay. Waffle House. So, but the key thing that I want you to take away from this, dear listener, is that uh, at least at the time of this recording, there were more Waffle Houses than Hilton's in Alabama. So, Yep. That's that. <laughs> that is that. So as they're sitting there, 
Lucy is like, how much money do we have? Well, I guess that that's right before they get to the Waffle House. Lucy's <laughs> like, how much money do you have? The, the, the logic being, how much money do you have? Let's go to the Waffle House and count. <laughs> right. Let's go to the Waffle House and spend some of it while yeah. we count it. I am sitting here. When Lucy's like, how much money do we have? I'm like, y'all are idiots. Yeah. Y'all went on a cross-country road trip without even stop, like having a conversation about where you're going to sleep or who's bringing what money. Right. Now, and now we find out that Kit brings $40. Oh, is that what happened? I have... I heard someone say, I can't believe we only have $40. But was it someone saying to Kit, I can't believe you only have $40? Yeah. Kit says to, or Mimi uh, says to Kit, I can't believe you only brought $40. Kit's okay. response is, well, I have expenses. I had to have my homecoming dress custom made. I was voted queen. Okay. So that wasn't, okay. So I didn't hear her say I was voted queen because I was too stuck on homecoming dress. That was a dress that wasn't the dress that she wore to the dance that we've seen in this movie, correct? Because she correct. wasn't. Okay. That would have been the graduation dance question right. mark. Right. Right. Okay. Good. Because I was is, like, homecoming's like in the fall. Well, that's another. That, there's I another point always. of. I think always too, because you're not coming home after you graduate. You're getting the hell out. Yeah. Um. But I, this is another instance where I'm like, does this movie take place in like November? Like. I wonder if there was an iteration of the script that did not begin with graduation. No, that could be. I have a question. Okay. Kit saying I have expenses makes no sense to me. Mimi's like, you only brought $40 and Kit's like, I am an expensive woman to maintain. Right. Now, if Mimi had been like, awesome, you brought $1,000 and Kit's like, no, no, that is my making me pretty money. So I don't look like, I don't look skanky. Right. That would make sense. But when Mimi's like, you only brought 40 bucks and Kit's like, hey, I'm rich. It makes no sense to me. I would love it if you could explain to me why her response to you did not bring as much as I thought you were going to bring is I am expensive. Maybe it's, okay, here's my best shot. I think that Kit normally has more sure see that's why the homecoming dress thing doesn't that's the part that doesn't make sense to me because what what i would say is that she normally has more and she didn't know she was going to go on this road trip so she gets she gets money from her parents at the beginning of the month and it's almost the end of the month and she only has 40 dollars left okay that makes sense but then why would she... Br- she doesn't have any example more recent than fall for expenses. Why not... What about the dress that she was wearing the other night? Right. Like... I think that was their way of working... That was Shonda Rhimes' way of working in Kit was Homecoming Queen. Right. Which, it was... It, it's a nothing line. It doesn't need to be in there. We could have assumed that Kit was something queen. Homecoming, prom, graduation, dance, whatever... We know Kit was popular. We don't need right. another line to establish how popular and fancy Kit is. Are we establishing I, also how rich she is? Like, I, don't worry, she's not poor. I Now, I thought that in showing us that she brought four suitcases with her, that did a pretty good job of establishing Same. that she is high maintenance and, 
you know, pretty, pretty, yeah, well to do. Now, presumably her dad owns like the local hardware store. Right. So I wouldn't have thought that that was necessarily going to be like, like make her like the rich girl in town. I would have assumed that it would have been squarely, you know, like, well, well off, but not necessarily like, oh, you're an you're the heiress of the kid's dad's hardware store. Right. M- more it's weird just like, that, my dad owns the yeah. hardware store. We do just fine. Now, I got the impression that her mom was the rich one. So what oh, if her mom possible. was the was an heiress and her dad inherited this hardware store from his dad? So he's like, well, I'm going to keep running my dad's store. And her mom was like, well, I'm super rich. And he was like, please stop saying that. I want to have a conversation with you. Please <laughs> add <fair>. more content. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I honestly, like, the the more I deep dive into this movie, the more I want to fix the problems Right. with, just with the script. This script, this script reminds me of Frozen in that it should never have made it to making a movie out of it. <laughs> like in that there a, are like dangling it, dangling ropes and stuff like like there just there should have been more revisions like if right. i had been beta reading this script i would have been i would have been pointing out all of these things and been like this right. doesn't make sense what does this line mean you can just cut this we don't need to know who like we don't need to know that kit brought 40 dollars and the other three brought all the rest right it doesn't matter we don't need to know that kit was homecoming queen we know that she was rich and popular and pretty and probably voted homecoming queen right like as as many they give us weird little bits of backstory that don't mean anything but don't actually tell us a lot of substantial stuff about who these people are it's very like as you know i was voted homecoming queen because like yeah yeah no we we were there or we heard yeah i mean yeah like, was this for Ben's benefit? His benefit? Like, uh, yeah. She, she's I'm... not looking at him when she says it. <laughs> she's talking to Mimi and then, like, kind of looks away like, I'm expensive. I didn't have my yeah. dress custom made. Look away. Look back at Mimi. I was voted homecoming queen, you know. Why wouldn't she blame the wedding? <laughs> I have zero words for you there. <laughs> like... My, I, I, you know, we're. I'm trying to save for the wedding, or we're, you know, my parents are paying for the wedding, or whatever. It's the bride's parents that pay for the wedding, right? I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tra- traditionally, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, Like in in the world where we're in Georgia in the early 2000s. Yeah. In in Kit's world, the bride the bride's parents pay for the right. wedding. Honestly, I wish that she had just been like, it's close to the end of the month. I've spent my allowance. Right. Because yeah. that didn't occur to me, and that thing that you said is the thing that makes the most sense. Cool. And that has to be what she means by it. Yeah, right. I have been spending this money and not I, saving it. I get an allowance at the beginning of the year, and I spent all of it on my homecoming dress back in October. <laughs> so all I have left is $40. Back off, Mimi. Right. Yeah. The, the last thing I have is uh, Lucy says they need a plan. Ben stuffs his face. Yes. Ben is eating like a man who has not eaten in in years. Yes. Like it's hilarious and disgusting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like at one 
point, which honestly, I think it might be the end of this minute into the next minute. He just has like half a sandwich. He's just holding it in his <laughs> mouth while he does other. He's like putting ketchup on his on his hash browns or something. He's reaching around Lucy. I, you know, I, putting I have his a arm note. Ab- I have a note yeah. about that tomorrow, which yeah. I mean, we can talk about it right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, he like reaches around her to pick up the ketchup and then put the ketchup away. And it feels like they've been dating for a year. It's so, <laughs> it feels so comfortable. Yeah. That again, it's one of those things where I would like to see Lucy look at him. First of all, Mimi should be sitting next to him. Yep. Correct. If you have to put Lucy next to him, like if Lucy slid in and Ben was like, I'm just going to sit right next to you. I need when he reaches around her. I need her to kind of like look at him and maybe like move away a little bit. Or hand him the ketchup. Like yeah. he he goes to reach and she's just like, here. Yeah. Now, I know that she's into it. There's right. like we we've had evidence that she f- thinks he's cute and she's kind of into it. But I also really have the feeling that Lucy has never had a boyfriend. Yes. And so I want Lucy, who's never had a boyfriend to be a little less comfortable in this boyfriendy type situation. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like, I'm just going to wildly speculate here. Either Brittany didn't know how to act awkward, or, and the director just gave up on her, or, more likely, the director was not giving proper direction. Mm. Because I, I refuse to believe that Britney Spears doesn't know how to be uncomfortable around a boy. Right. Like, we've all been 11 or 13 or whatever. I don't know when Britney, I guess she was like 14 or 15 when she first, like, came onto the music scene. Uh, She's born in 1980, right? Yeah. So, um, Baby One More Time was 99. Oh, so she, wait, she was 19? I swear no. I thought she was, no, No, because there was a countdown till she, till she was going to turn 18 because it was disgusting on the internet. Yeah. Are we sure on 1980? Was she 81? She was 81. Okay, so she was a she's a year older than me. But was Baby One More Time 97? No, hold on, it's coming up. Yeah, it Google would have been 97 because that would have been our freshman. I mean, 97, 98 was our freshman year of high school. That sounds about right. My Google is is it's it's working. 1998. It was really yeah, October 23rd, 1998. So she was 16. 16. And then she turned 17 a couple months after this song came out. Right. Okay. So presumably she went to middle school and has had the experience of <laughs> sitting right. next. To, the, all this comes back to presumably Brittany's had the experience of sitting next to a boy you have a crush on when you don't know how to be around someone that you have a crush on. Presum- so, yeah. Sometime during the Mickey Mouse Club, they had an, there was an I- awkward moment with her and... Uh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. I forgot say. about the Mickey Mouse Club. But yeah, like presumably she was not always Britney Spears. And so, right. I mean, she was always Britney Spears, but she wasn't always capital B, capital S Britney Spears. Right. I mean, she was because that's how names work. Whatever. <laughs> presumably Britney Spears has had an awkward moment with a boy that she could have pulled from on this. Right. I have to assume that the director did not instruct like either didn't say this is awkward for you or specifically said you are so focused on making a plan you don't even know this boy is there right okay which i 
I'd buy. I would buy, but I also feel like I I personally would rather, just because I think it gives more depth of character, I would rather have seen her be a little awkward while also super focused on her plan. Right. Like, Hermione Granger would have still been shooting Harry and Ron obnoxious looks while, like, as they're reaching around her and doing their own thing while she's trying to get them to do their homework. Like the, the Hogsmeade Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. Like Hermione would be able to multitask at Waffle at Hogsmeade Waffle House, while, while apparently Lucy is not able to. God, I really want to read an anthology of short stories that all take place at the Hogsmeade Waffle House. I I would read that. Some somebody somebody write that fan fiction. Yeah, please. Um. Yeah. No, I agree. And I mean, like, there are lots of ways that you could have done that, and you because. Because the, the, the thing is that her being like, oh, I'm so focused on this plan thing, basically robs... I mean, Anson Mount is doing a great job of being a gross mm-hmm. boy. And she's giving him nothing back, and it sort of robs it of anything. Yeah. Like, it sort of makes it be like, he may as well not have done anything because she didn't notice. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. I don't have anything else for this minute. I have much <laughs> for tomorrow. <laughs> I am very much looking forward to it. Okay. Well, let's do some quick social media and then sign off. Indeed. Let's do it. We are on Twitter. We are on Twitter as a podcast at Crossroads underscore Min. And individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are also on the Scavengers Network. Um, They are on Twitter at Scavengers Net. They are on the internet at scavengersnetwork.com. And they are on Patreon. We are on Patreon with them at patreon.com slash the scavengers network so for two dollars a month you can get tons of awesome bonus content from us and our sibling shows tomorrow's gonna be just a big old episode yeah and it's not gonna be me that's gonna make it that and i'm for that i'm extremely excited i'm really glad that you did not do what i did (laughs) because i was gonna because if if you had done it i was gonna have to like wrestle it away from you so that i could talk about my post-it notes awesome well well wait hold on aaron yes let's be best friends forever oh we will the scavengers network creator driven community focused treasured content